And welcome to episode 64 of I Bleed Pinstripes, uh, the podcast about the New York Yankees. What else would it be about the Mets? No, thank you. That shit show over there. <laughs> sorry, Mets fans. I love you. I'm sorry that you have to put up with that franchise. Uh, so I'm back after a little hiatus. I think about 10 days. Um, just been busy, you know, with the kid working. Uh, so, but we're back. And uh, obviously, we always start the show off with uh, going over who wore number 64 for the New York Yankees. Uh, the number was not issued until 1987 by Bill to Bill Fulton. Brownson, and then wasn't picked up for another 10 years. Uh, I guess Bill Fulton really put a dent in that number. <laughs> Bronson Sardinia, 2007. Francisco Civelli, 2008. Romulu. Sanchez, 2010, Hector Noesi, 2011, Cesar Cabral, 2013 to 2014, Chaz Rowe, 2014, do not remember that name, Chris LaRue, 2014, Jose DePaula, 2015, a guy who's on the, actually, I think he's, uh, I'm not sure, I think Jacob Lindgren is still with the team, he's 2015, Rob Refsnyder, definitely now the fourth Outfielder slash first baseman. Uh, he had it in 2015. Nick Goody, 2016. And Ben Gamble wore it in 2016. So not a very popular number. Definitely going to give to fringe guys. Um, but anyway, so since we've been uh, off the air, uh, the Yankees played 10 games and they went 5-5. Five and five. And, you know, since the Yankees started the season 21-9, they've actually been 11-14. and 14. Since then, and that's not a bad thing. Um, when you think about it, you know, you, there's a lot of ups and downs in the baseball seasons, and I think the one good thing that's coming out of this season is that Yankees win two, they lose one, they lose two, they win one, but they haven't. The pitching's been very good in that, yeah, uh, Tanaka hasn't been the greatest, but Pineda, CC, except for a couple of those starts in the back there, Pineda. Uh, his last start was okay, but he was due for a bad start. You know, it, we'll see what happens next time. But, you know, it wasn't a horrible start. Uh, our new kid, Jordan Montgomery, they've all and Severino, they've all pitched great. And the thing is, you've got four out of those five guys pitching well. You're not going to have a long, sustained losing streak, and that's what's happened. Um, yeah, they haven't reeled off, you know, like 10 in a row or 9 out of 10, but they keep doing what they're doing. You know, if when you think about it, since I was last on, they had a two and a half game lead. They've actually lost 
I mean, they're two up now on the Red Sox. They were two and a half up on the Red Sox 10 days ago. So they've lost nothing, really. Um, and if I looked, if you look back to the whole division, they've lost nothing. So they've done what they had to do. Everybody's kind of beating up on each other. And that's a good thing, again. Uh, the Yankees, you know, are really, you know, yeah, you want some things to be a little better here and there. Uh, first base, Chris Carter, you know, he's probably looking at the last few days of his Yankee career with uh, Tyler Austin uh, just coming off for uh, starting his rehab. Uh, Greg Bird, who should be back shortly. Uh, who else? Uh, you know, you got Robbie Refsnyder, who's now the fourth outfielder because Ellsbury is down uh, with concussion uh, and then had a bit of a setback, so they sent him to a neurosurgeon. So we don't know when we'll see him again, uh, but thank God for Aaron Hicks because Aaron Hicks has been phenomenal. What, do he have five, six RBIs the other night in Toronto? So, you know, the Yankees are doing fine. Uh, let's see, they beat... Since we've talked, they beat the A's two out of three at home. Uh, again, having trouble down in Baltimore. They've, they lost two out of three there. But they could have won, you know. Again, I, I can't think of too many games that the Yankees have not been in. You know, they pretty much can win any game out there. Um, if we go back, let's see here. Uh, so... Let's just look at the last 10 games. Uh, the Yankees lost that first game to Oakland 4-1. to Could have won that game. Uh, they won 3-2, to then they won 95. I would say, I guess the last two games in Baltimore, uh, the last game in Baltimore, but they were up in that game, I believe. They lost 10-4. to They lost 3-2 to in that series. Um you know, and every game that they, uh, except for the, no, they could have won, they could have been, they were in every game. <laughs> so as I'm looking at the scores, they were in every game. You look at the Toronto, they won 12 to 2, they lost 7 to 5. Um, they had a lead there. Uh, they won 7 nothing, and then they lost 3 to 2, and which they had a lead late. And hey, they're going to lose some of those games. You're, it's a long season when you, you know, you have to put things into perspective. I always, th you know, when I was a kid, man, the Yankees lose a game, I was in tears because I didn't understand the perspective of a long season. So what the Yankees are doing now is great because, hey, maybe they go off on win 9 out of 10. Now your lead is expanded. You know, you will expand that lead. But I learned that, hey, no matter how good you are, and except for you take the 1998 Yankees out of the, the talk and you take the, uh, was it? Uh, the 2001 Mariners who won like 116 games in a regular season. The Yankees won 114. Those teams lost like 50-something games, but mostly you're a good team. I mean, you win 100 games, you're going to lose 62 games. There are going to be 62 days where, you, where you're not good enough to win. That's a lot of losing. That's why it's a game of failure. You know, as a hitter, you're, you know, the best hitter ever in the history of baseball. Maybe he batted 380, 370. If that, I, I don't even know. But that guy still made it out pretty much every, you know, six out of ten times. Mostly failure. It's not easy. It's Hitting is not easy. You know, pitchers have got it, you know, they've got it easy, but they also have to put it in perspective, too. You give up a home run, hey, you're going to give up home runs. It's a matter of... Uh, making those home runs not count as much maybe you know solo shots or you know you definitely don't want to give up three run home runs because if you give up constantly giving up three run home runs you're not going to be good but if you give up a couple solo shots that's because you're keeping people off the bases well then you're doing a good job so have to put in perspective 
uh, every Yankee fan I know would be so happy. I mean, we, we're very happy where we are. We're two games over, you know, we're, we're 10 games over, and we're two games up on the division. Uh, the Red Sox are playing, you know, very good baseball, and they come into town. So, uh, fun three game series coming up. Hopefully, the weather will hold off. Um, but, you know, big series. Uh, they've only played twice. There was a rain out up in Boston. The Yankees won both those games. They were really, you know, grueling ball games. And that's what you get in these series is these tense ball games. And you kind of sense the rivalry coming back. And I only say that because it's a it's a new faces. Like, I really don't know the Red Sox right now. I know the Benintendi, um, Mookie Betts, uh, Jackie Bradley. Obviously, Pedroia is still there. Uh, I don't even know who plays third base because the Panda is not around. Um, and uh, Han- Hanley. I don't know who their catcher is. You know, I know Sale. I know Price, Por- Porcello. So tonight we've got big game for Tanaka. He's 5-5. Five and five. He did not pitch uh, the night, the, the day, bef- the time before against the A's. He was great. He struck out 13. But think about the A's. They strike out a lot. And hey, you gotta beat who you who's on who you're facing. So you know he struck out 13, but then his next start was not very good against the Orioles. Um, and then Sabathia. So it's, it's Tanaka versus Pomerantz tonight. It's then Sabathia, who's six and two versus Porcello, who's three and seven. The uh, you know Porcello is like the every other year guy. Um, Pineda, who's six and three, goes up against Price. We're not as Yankee fans really scared of Price, you know. He's a good pitcher, but we're not really scared of him. And Montgomery, three and four, and under what is he like ERA is like three six or something against. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm already looking into the Orioles series. So the Orioles are coming up after the Yankees. So uh, let's go into that. Then you got Montgomery versus Bundy, Severino, who's just been brilliant against Tillman, uh, and then Tanaka again. So six game homestand. And, uh, you know, it'd be nice to go five and one. That's what I'm always like, you know, you know, you think of that the last road trip, uh, seven games. Was it seven games on that road trip? Three in Baltimore, four in Toronto. And, you know, the Yankees end up three and three. You know, they win that game on Sunday. It's four and two. And it's like such a different. uh, Again, here's that word perspective. You have such a different perspective. Four and two is great. Three and three is okay. You're okay, And. but, you know, the positives really outweigh the negatives at the moment. Um, you know, Tanaka really is, you know, everybody wants to go, oh, I know that he's hurt. I know this. I know that. Well, we don't. <laughs> everybody seems to think that he is healthy. And sometimes you just lose it as a pitcher. Hopefully he regains it. We do need him. Uh, but I think if you'd ask anybody, they would tell you that there's no way that you thought if the Yankees were at where they are right now that Tanaka would be like this that's why you just can't predict baseball you just cannot um uh, Aaron Judge uh, the guy has moved up to three in the lineup he has become the man uh I believe he's like second or third in RBIs he's leading the league in home runs with 17 he's leading the American League all-star vote right now amazing uh, and people like him. He's such a well. I don't. I hate to say well spoke, but he's a, so he speaks really. I love the. I love the guy. He's got a Jeter esque quality, uh, and when I say that, it's just that he's easy going and he's not a pompous guy, and he just seems like a you know a nice guy. Um, like I said, the Sox are in town. Should be fun. Looking forward to watching these next three games. Sadly, I've got to work Wednesday and Thursday. 
and then you know the wife will be down tonight you know and so I'll, I'll probably have to maybe watch something on netflix which is totally fine but i would love you know you know my life of watching ball games the way that i used to is not the way it is again i talked about that last time but it is what it is so um my backyard is still in flux so not really in the backyard right now but hey as long as the yankees keep winning i'm pretty happy um the AL East is a bitch. <laughs> I hate to use that word, but boy, what a tough division. Um, you know, the the Blue Jays are all, what the Blue Jays are only two under. And see, that's what happens when you have a, the Yankees and Blue Jays are the Mike are the are the total opposites. Blue Jays started off horribly. And you know, they've played so much better, but they're only 28 and 30. They're still six back. Yankees, who started off great, they're 32 and 22, 10 up, two up, uh, two games up, three in the loss column. But I'm not going to get into that right now. Baltimore, you know, they're they're three games over, three and a half back. And Tampa Bay, what can you say about that organization? They they're 29 and 30. They you know they give the Yankees a tough time. They give everybody in the division a tough time. So a tough division. Uh, if we go around, the Twins still leading uh, the Central. The Indians, though, only a game back. Tigers, two and a half. And, you know, the White Sox, six. Kansas City, six and a half. We'll say they're still in it. Because when you go to the West, and boy, the Houston Astros are just running away. They are 42 and 16. And I don't know if you know this, but that's tw- is that 20, 26 games over 500 already. Uh, they are just playing amazing baseball right now. Uh, they are – let me look at something. They are just on fire. Um, they are, they've won – I think they've won 11 in a row. Um, that, you know, and they're a fun team to watch. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, you're happy for Brian McCann, Carlos Beltran – uh, and yeah, the Angels, everybody else in the division, uh, 14 games back, the, and everybody is under 500. So right now, if you look at things, I know it's early, but the uh, wild card would come out of the Central. You know, both wild cards would come out of either the AL East or the Central. Currently, it would be the Red Sox uh, and either the Orioles or the Indians. Uh, the National League, the same kind of thing going on in the National League East. The uh, Nats are on fire. They've they've won eight out of their last ten. Um, they're thirty six and twenty. They've got a, a really good ball club, um, and you, you know you could see that World Series. The Nats in Houston. They had a lot of good young kids on both teams. Uh, Braves, Mets, Marlins, all under five hundred. Mets, a kind of a joke again. It's amazing uh, that ball club and what goes on with it. With Mister Met giving up the flip last week. Uh, only Mr. Matt with four fingers could flip somebody off. But I feel bad because when you look at the Mets history, the Mets have been around for over 50 years. They've been around since 1962. So they've been around for 55 years. And uh, I mean, they really have not had like an extended period of being good. I think you can, I think they've only made the playoffs three years straight was their longest streak. Um, I think I was like 99 to, to 2002, maybe. That's sad. 2001. I, whatever it is. That's sad. Um, they deserve, their fans deserve better. The Cubs, uh, they've won four. They're starting to turn it around. They are only two games up. Uh, and the Brewers, who had really started off well, uh, game back. 
Actually, sorry, they're tied. Cubs and Brewers are tied, but uh, I want to say that they're both heading in different directions. The Rockies are still holding holding strong. They're 36-23. and 23. Dodgers right behind them, as well as the Diamondbacks. It looks like the Giants are done. 24 and 35. Uh, but I'll wait, I'll wait till Bumgarden gets back. But they are minus 59 in run differential. You know that about me. I'm a big run differential guy. Rockies plus 44. Dodgers plus 82. Diamondbacks plus 49. The Brewers plus 24. So you might see them hanging around a while. Cubs plus six. But, you know, let's give them a break. They're, they got a little hangover. The Nats plus 72. The Astros plus 106. The Indians plus 26. So, Look at a team like the Twins. Uh, they might be in first place, but they're minus 19. That'll catch up to you after a while. Uh, the Red Sox, plus 38. The Yankees, really great, plus 70. So that's Major League Baseball right now. Um, what else is going on? Uh, like I said, uh, Chris Carter, he better watch his back. Uh, Headley better watch his back. Um, Tommy Lane in the bullpen better watch his back. Uh, and Ellsbury, you know, unfortunately, he's got to watch his back because these jobs are up for grabs right now. Um, I don't know about Headley. I think Headley's the safest only because I don't think the Yankees want to rush uh, Glaber Torres up. Um, you know, he's only batting 194, but I, I, I wouldn't see the Yankees hesitate if he was batting that, if, say, Headley got hurt. Um, and depending how long he got hurt, I think if he was like on the 15 DL, they would just move Torres over there. But right now, Headley has had a really tough time. He's gotten some hits here, big hits here and there. But, boy, what a difference, like, a month makes. He was, first month he was great. Um, he has just been almost an automatic out. Um, as far as the first base position, Yankees are not really getting much from there. Uh, they called up Ref Snyder for Ellsbury. Uh, so the Yankees are really going with three. Ref Snyder does play the outfield, and supposedly he will see some time in the outfield this week. With a bunch of lefties going, the Red Sox have a lot of lefties. Um, and then, you know, like I said, Bird and Tyler Austin should be back soon. Um, and yeah, you know, this is this is still a team that still can uh, add something uh, to the ranks. Um, let's see the lineup. A friend of mine, Tim, had argued about the lineup. He didn't understand why Sanchez was batting second. Uh, and in the last week, Judge has moved to third. Holiday fourth, I can see. Castro, who has been on fire, been great. Hicks, Gregorius. I think he said, I think Tim said he'd move Gregorius to second. Obviously, Headley and Ref Snyder or Carter are around out the lineup. But I like that lineup. Gardner's, you know, had a hell of a year so far. Um, and, you know, he had run into, uh, I forgot who it was, but he had a collision at first base and, He'd start the year off great, and then after that collision, like maybe like a week there, two weeks, he just didn't do anything. But, boy, ever since that Cubs series, he's just been on fire. I think he's got 11 or 12 home runs. Uh, the thing you worry about him, it seems he always fades uh, in the second half. So hopefully that will not happen. Sanchez is definitely turning it up a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a, a segment of people out there who – you know, would like Romine to be Tanaka's catcher. But, you know, Sanchez caught Tanaka last year when Tanaka was very good. You know, people always want to find the, like, the bad and everything. You know, when Tanaka won those, he struck out the 13 A's the other day and the Yankees lost, I was like, hey, this is, a, this is the classic game where, you know, hey, Yankees lost, but you know what? We can hang our hats on that 13 K's. But then 
you know, bad start. I look for him to be re- really good tonight. I don't know why he, he'll be pumped up for the Sox. Should be a packed house, you hope. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, so back to the lineup. I like Judge 3. I mean, he's really changed who he was, who he saw last year to now. I mean, you know, struck out a lot, but did his homework. The Yanks said, hey, you got to cut down those strikeouts. I think he knew that he had to cut down the strikeouts, and he did. Uh, And he has been such a selective hitter. Goes the other way a lot. Uh, Totally the Jeterian swing, but with power. I mean, uh, if you've seen some of his batting practices, uh, they're legendary. Uh, and it would be great if they switched the batting practices. I remember as a kid always being able to, go, you know, I would always go to batting practice, get there two hours, three hours early, whatever it was. Um, but a lot of times you would miss the Yankees because they go second. And I think Major League Baseball was trying to institute a rule. I'll have to check to see if they did, uh, where the home team bats second. But I can understand why the home team wants to chill out more, you know, but. It would be nice to, you know, go to batting practice and see your team hit. It's I would always get there, and it's like the Yankees are coming off, and here comes the other team. No, you know, no nothing against the other team, but I want to see my guys in batting practice. I, I loved going to batting practice as a kid. I hadn't thought about that in a while. I really haven't been. Amanda and I went, I think, one of her first games. We went to batting practice. We got there very early. And as you get older, I remember there's, like I said, I think past episodes I've said, you know, every year I, I – when I had season tickets, you try to do something different. One year I would get there late. I and I it was great because I had the train to myself. I didn't have to fight anybody to get in the stadium. I did miss promotions. See that sometimes you know that's what happens. You're like, oh, you got a hat, but at the end of the day, it's not really worth it. Um, you know, and there's some years you know you get there early and you get there for batting practice and you get there to drink and it's like you know. But I think as time goes on, it's just you change. But that that's me. Not everybody's like that. There are a lot of people who like to get there early. Um, certainly opening day, you get there early because you don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. I want to be there. You know, the game starts at 1. I want to be there around 12 o'clock. You know, I want to soak everything in. Regular season game for me, you know, get me in at like, you know, 1230. You know, especially now that I live in New Haven, get me in at 1230. You know, it takes me a lot longer. In fact, yeah, it takes me a lot longer. You know, it's an hour and a half, two hours to get down, which is not, you know, from Brooklyn, it was like an hour on the F train from front door to front door. So not too much of a difference, but, you know, it's it's different. Anyway, guys, uh, a couple things. If you heard a little sound in the background, I apologize for that. My son, Teddy, is uh, taking a nap, so that's the uh, baby monitor. Uh, I'm hoping that you don't hear it. I, I normally don't record I normally record in the basement, but today I'm recording in the breakfast nook, uh, as my wife calls my desk area, uh, even though I have a desk downstairs. But uh, so I just didn't want to go downstairs three flights with the baby monitor just in case he woke up. But he did a great job. He let dad uh, record his pod and I wanted to get it out before the game tonight. Maybe you guys can take it to the game with you. Listen to it. I don't know. Um, But I think it was a good show. Uh, still hoping to do some interviews, uh, just, you know, not a lot of time to do things, uh, stuff around the house, working, you know, so much to do. Um, but, uh, you know, it's been a fun baseball season so far. The uh, Harper fight was great. I don't condone fighting, but boy, I love a good baseball brawl and that was a good fight. And, uh, I, I like Bryce Harper a lot. Uh, you know, and I think I've mentioned it. 
Don't really want him on the Yankees for that price. Uh, I just don't want the Yankees to revert back to just giving guys these huge contracts. You know, let's see what our guys can do. We have so much talent right now. Let's see what these kids can do. And let's pay our own. You know, I didn't like Cano leaving. I still pissed at that. Um, still weirds me out. Like, should I wear this shirt? Should I not wear this shirt? You know, he's the first Yankee, I feel like, who's ever left, like, at, in his prime. You know, since maybe, you know, I can't even think of a guy who left, you know. Anyway, guys, uh, yeah, do me a favor. Leave some comments on the iTunes page. That would help me a lot to know what maybe you guys would want. Um, we're on uh, Facebook at I Bleed Pinstripes. We've got a page there. We're on Twitter. I Bleed Pinstripe, no S. For some reason, I can't add the S. I don't. It's so stupid. Um, but, yeah, leave me comments. I like to know how I'm doing. Cause I don't know how I'm doing. I just I can just go on blah blah blah, and uh, yeah, I'm just trying to. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to do here. I think it's more cathartic for me to just do this. Um, I always wanted to be an announcer, so this is what I'm doing. Uh, and if I look back one day and go, hey, I did 64 episodes of this stupid show, you know, it's kind of cool. Um, Anyway, I hope this uh, pod finds you all well, and uh, let's uh, let's go Yankees. Bye.